As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Heartbeat of Kitsap, powered by the Silverdale Chamber of Commerce. Uh, welcome to Uplift Kitsap, the virtual Kitsap Business Forum. Our mission is to engage in meaningful dialogue and stimulate thinking with our business community on relevant topics so that collectively we grow a healthy Kitsap economy. For those of you who don't know, we came from the Kitsap Business Forum. We used to meet in person, but COVID hit. So here we are online making it happen. We are powered by the Silverdale Chamber of Commerce. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors because we wouldn't have been able to do all of this. Um, I was just meeting with the board and they were talking about how great like Kitsap Business Forum actually made money during this. So yay team. And that's a lot in part to our sponsors. So West Sound Recording Group, Rick Cox is on here. He masters these into our podcasts. Wave Broadband, Kitsap Bank, Silverdale Chamber of Commerce, Express Employment Professionals, Port Madison Enterprises, and our partners in Prezi Marketing and B&B Auto Repair, Panera Bread, the Global Leadership Summit, and then, of course, all of our local chambers that help spread the word and share and Kitsap Economic Development Alliance. We're here every Tuesday. Next week, we have Anna Choi. She's going to be talking about the five secrets to reclaim your energy from burnout. So I think we could all use that, especially as we talked last week about compassion fatigue, um, which I'm still feeling. Um, we don't have our speaker solidified for the 20th yet, but on the 27th, we're going to continue our conversation on racism with our local youth. So we're going to have some age range from about 18 to 30 Uh, covering some of the same questions, and they think a lot differently than we do, so it's going to be very interesting. I am going to pass it over to my friend Amy, who's going to tell us a little bit about the Global Leadership Summit, and then she's also going to introduce our speaker for today. Uh Amy, take it away. Hi, guys. Uh, My name's Amy, and I'm a leader over at the New Life Training Center, and I'm also a real estate broker at Sterling Property Group in Silverdale. So um, I'm super excited about the Global Leadership Summit this year. It's coming up um, right here locally at the New Life Training and Events Center on October 22nd and 23rd. And if you haven't heard about it yet, um, it's an opportunity to access, access a wealth of leadership insight from 
world-class faculty and um, they're equipping and inspiring us and um, it's appropriate no matter where you have influence in the marketplace no matter what industry you're in what your sphere of influence is um, the the things that we learn at the global leadership summit um, cross all of those different boundaries and the big goal is to help people grow in their leadership and use their influence for good in the community as well as strengthen relationships um, all across the marketplace so i have a little um video that i'd love to show you to kind of give you a taste of what you're gonna um, see at the global leadership summit i'm gonna share my screen and hit play over the next few moments, I want to challenge you to think outside of the box because the box you're in is too small for the world you're in. Next level of results requires the next level of thinking. The fundamental goal of leadership is not just to get better yourself, but to make others better. Don't let insecurity allow you to neglect the gift that God's given you. When there is difficulty, we are called to go first. We need you as a leader much longer then you are set up to last right now. So I think that's a test of longevity, is mm -hmm. how well you navigate change. Because our world needs confident, humble, bold, and integrity-fused leadership. Let's lead not for likes tonight, but let's lead for a legacy tomorrow. Let's give the next generation a story to tell. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So as you can see, um, that'll be happening October 22nd and 23rd. And the really cool thing about the conference this year is it's being delivered in a couple of different ways. So you can actually purchase a ticket and engage digitally from whatever space you're in, whether it's your home or your office and you want to play it in your office for some of your small teams that you have invited back to the office to work. Um, or we actually have just, I think it was last week, um, got new updated guidelines from the governor that allow us to meet in person and share um, the conference together. So um, if you purchase a ticket to the conference, you can participate in either of those ways. You also get a um, seven day digital pass after the conference is over. So you can go back and access the material again and maybe catch something that you missed or um you know brush up on something that you um that you just loved to hear um i can actually show you let me flip over my uh, my screen here real quick and come back and share it um i'd love to show you some um promo codes that uh, apply this year um, depending on what industry you might be in there are a bunch of special rates and benefits um, that come along with attending the global leadership conference um, all leaders um, which we think every single one of you are if you're on this call you're investing in your leadership you are a leader in the space you are in you have access to our host code um, benefit rate that is lead 2020 that gets you uh, 40 dollars off the ticket if you are a nurse, you actually can um, get some continuing educa education credits by attending the conference and you have a special um, discount code for that. Um, we have first responders uh, benefit code, there's a military rate, there's um, a rate for educators and teachers, there's a rate for students if you're in any sort of 
um, um, college course. There's rates for emerging leaders, which are high school students. So literally, like you can see anybody um, can come to this conference and, um, and, and gain some new leadership skills, create some new relationships across the marketplace, and, um, and just learn um, how to use your influence for good in the community all around. So I'm going to put some uh, registration links over in the chat, and I'll also put the link to the main website. So if you want to go through and check out some more information about the conference, um, I hope that you can come and either do it digitally or come and hang out with us at the training center and uh, do some leadership stuff. So um, I'm also going to introduce my friend Jason, uh, Jason Oberholzer, who I know from uh, working together over at New Life. Jason runs uh, the whole marketing uh, leg of New Life, and he also has founded a marketing company called My Lion Marketing. Um, his expertise, his success in marketing strategy and brand management comes from the uh, world premier sports world. <laughs> he has worked with the Olympic Games, the FIFA World Cup. Um, he's been involved with large-scale multicultural brand initiatives. Um, for Procter & Gamble, Samsung, Visa. He's got a ton of um, experience, and I can't wait to hear what he has to teach us about how business has changed in this new digital world. Mr. Oberholzer. Thank you so much, Amy. That's quite an introduction. I hope I can live up to that. You know, I, I, Chris, I almost had that moment where we were talking earlier, the quote of the year has to be, you're muted, right? And I, I literally... Almost, almost at that moment. So it's so good to be with you, Uplift Kitsap. Uh, love it, love being here. Um, and as Amy said, you know, I'm, I'm uh, coming from a, a background of about 20 years of marketing. And, uh, and I really think that, you know, titled appropriately today, that's the digital, the mar the digital marketing world is, is very much how our world is shifting right now. Um, and so, yeah, I come from the background of both working for an agency with some of the, you know, biggest brands really in the world, um, as far as, uh, the way the brands like Procter and Gamble, Coca-Cola, Visa, Samsung, were activating their brand around these major premier sports events, uh, like the Olympics and world cup and super bowl. So, um, but I also wanted to, to make sure and point out that, um, when, when I founded uh, My Lion Marketing, you know, we've really worked with all kinds of and all sizes and shapes of, of businesses. So um, want to make sure that, you know, today is applicable for you, um, you know, for all, all the way from startups to, to small and mid cap. And uh, yeah, the other thing that I wanted to share today right before we got started was, and let me just see if, if the right... Yeah, that's my daughter. I just wanted to show, make sure this is one of my favorite pictures of all time. That's my daughter, Avery. So I just thought, you know, got to show that picture because, you know, we're, we're going to talk about brand a little today. And, she, you know, with that Hello Kitty shirt on and I, like that's Avery's got her own brand. She's just she's rocking. So that's that's part of what we're talking. About. <laughs> hey, so we've got two poll questions today. Uh, and these poll questions really um, focus around you because I'd like to get to know you a little bit better of where you're coming from, 
so that I can craft this message, uh, you know, to, to bring as much value today as possible. So the first poll question is this, what size of business do you represent here? So small being, you know, uh, entrepreneur or, you know, a handful of employees, mid-size, you know, being, you know, probably 10 employees, mid-cap, even small-cap business probably would, would fit in a mid-size there. And then large being kind of an enter enterprise-size uh, organization. And the poll numbers are coming in. I feel a little bit like... You, have you guys ever been to, um, you know, the like a minor league baseball stadium where they either literally run the mascots around or they have those animated cars that feels a little like we're, we're in competition here. Everything's a competition. So that is great. 17 voted. Great. So mostly, okay. So majority small. It's good. It's, it's spread out today. We'll touch on a bunch of things. Great. Second question is this. Uh, on a scale of one to five, what is your uh, digital marketing experience? Now, one being the least, one being I, I just bought a cell phone. All right, so that's a one. <laughs> five being, you know, maybe you've got, you worked in marketing before or you uh, have a major passion for it or you're in the marketing department right now, or you should be teaching this uh, seminar right now. You know, you should be giving this, this uh, talk today instead of me. I'm humble enough to receive that too, if, if, if you wanna go high skills there. Absolutely, yeah, the guy just got one. I feel like I sold that. <laughs> so, and, and thank you again. I, I really do appreciate you guys voting on this. And, and here's why, like I said, I think um, both digital as well as business in general, when it comes to marketing, it's conveying value, it's communicating value. And so that's part of what I wanna make sure we're doing today with you. Okay, great. So mostly, most, most of kind of landed in the middle, but we definitely have uh, a range there as well. Great. I am going to begin sharing my screen as well. I'm just going to place. Okay. So, uh, as I said, we're talking about how business is shifting in this new digital world out of Huxley would be, uh, honored by our, our title today. Um, and, and I, I think it's an appropriate title because we've been in a digital world for a really long time, but things have changed. <laughs> things have especially changed in 2020. Um, and I think more than ever, people are both at home and online. And if we are going to be concise and effective in the way that we're uh, communicating what we do and how we do it and how we're bringing value, uh, whether it's uh, in goods or services, I, I think we've got to address this digital thing. And digital marketing, I think it's a lot like finance in some ways. It's like, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of a fear of it. There's, a, there's definitely, it's more technical than just broad marketing. It's like, oh yeah, marketing, I understand. We need to kind of advertise. Um, digital, there's, there's kind of a deep water. There's a deep end of the pool with digital. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about that and give some fundamentals. Um, and 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And hopefully just kind of, like I said, bring some value. I do want to, you know, I can't see the chat right now, but please feel free to throw questions in the chat. Definitely going to allow some time at the end to address those. Um, you know, if not, even be able to field some, maybe even throughout uh, checking in here. Um, this first slide, I'm not a fan. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna about to switch the slide here. I'm not a fan of this slide. It feels like it's an obligation to do this, and it's in you know a lot of our marketing proposals. It's like a little bit of a dog's breakfast of of logos here. But you know, I'm just trying to qualify. You know, it's like anyone else. You, you're you're talking. I'm qualifying kind of where I'm coming from here. And as I mentioned, kind of working with a lot of these brands, it's brought a really good broad range of um, of experience and and some of that. Um, practical stuff that I'll be able to share today. The first place that I want to start today is with brand. And, and this is important because I don't think that you can seriously take a look at marketing digital or otherwise, unless you've really taken some time to build the brand and look at the brand and, and at each expression of what the brand uh, means and says. Um, you know, we've, we've got a, uh, the former CEO of Disney there. A brand is a living entity. It's enriched or undermined by cumulatively, cumulatively over time, the product of a thousand small gestures. A lot of times when we say the word brand, what comes to mind? Logo, uh, visual identity, right? It's so much more than that. Um, if you think about how people uh, interact and experience your brand, it's, it's much broader than just seeing a logo and maybe rec or recognizing it. At least you hope someone recognizes it. Uh, in fact, um, one of the greatest uh, monuments of marketing is actually experiential marketing. Someone, someone having an experience related to you and your brand, that is going to be one of the most memorable, shareable things that they could possibly have. And so uh, experiential marketing, it's, it's, it's a whole kind of space in marketing un, unto itself. Um, but, but again, that's kind of one of the most important things. The reason I wanted to start with this slide and talk a little bit about brand convictions 
Brand convictions is actually an exercise that our agency would do with a client, a, a first-time client. Now, this would be a first-time client, even if I'm starting with a, a, a Fortune 500 company who, who has very much thought of every expression of their brand, whether digital, uh, you know, web, in-person, in, uh, events, or otherwise. I'm going to start here because I want to make sure that they're really crystal clear on what their objectives, vision, mission are as a brand. And I, I, think, I think we need to start there for a lot of reasons. The thing that I want to share here and provide you value on, this is the actual exercise that I would, that I would do with a client. You can do this for yourself and go, hey, can I answer these questions well? Because if I can't, then it might be worth going back and making sure that you have addressed some of these kind of brand convictions before going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a new campaign or I'm going to ship my website. Um, also, the, also, I have to address this, kind of an elephant in the room. So one thing I've shared with a couple of you. Right now, the MyLine marketing website is under construction. It's only two web two pages. So I just have to share that with you. I want to be transparent here. Um, it's we're, we're revamping the whole thing, but right now it's only two pages. But those two pages are important. I can I number one, it's a landing page, and number two, we've got contact information on there. So know that. But it have let that be said today. All right, brand exercise, brand convictions exercise. These are, these are the kind of seven questions that I would ask in an exercise like that. It's typically a facilitated exercise. This is too small print. It should have been bigger, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read these out to you and just maybe think through for your business what the, what the answers might sound like or maybe do this as an exercise afterwards. So it's, it's an exercise of personifying the brand. So if you think about your company, your business, your division, answering these questions. One, where do I come from? Where do I come from? There's nothing more powerful than an origin story, is there? Like, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of superheroes, right? And, I, and no matter what, uh, what side you land on, whether it's DC Comics or Marvel, there's always a good origin story, isn't there? Part of what marketing is, is actually telling that story throughout time and none more important than your origin story. Where did you come from? Okay, so that's, the, that's one question. The second one is this, what do I do? What do I do? Boy, you gotta be super clear on that. And we're, we're gonna get to, to websites in a, in, a, in a little bit later. If someone can't figure out what you do within the first couple of seconds, it's time to take a look at the website, you know, and go, hey, am I answering the right questions? Am I, am I finding, the right pathway forward for someone that's interested in my business. The next one is this, where is my world going? This is future looking, right? This is going, hey, what vision do I need to have to be able to, to direct my brand well? Where is my world going, okay? Next one is this, why am I remarkable? Why am I remarkable? This is a, this is a differentiator's question, right? So. My hope is that whether you work for an enter enterprise size company or whether you're an entrepreneur or somewhere in between, that this is clear, not only for you, but all throughout your organization, that they can answer that, that you, your employees, your coworkers, your colleagues can answer the question, why are we remarkable? 
What are our differentiators in the marketplace? These are all things that we'll want to begin to communicate both visually uh, as well as, you know, in written copy. Um, but all of across all the marketing collateral video, otherwise uh, social media, how are we conveying that each time uh, we're expressing the brand? The next one is this, who are my advocates? Who are my advocates? You know, this is a stakeholders question because you, you have internal stakeholders, your, your employees, uh, maybe your, your, your founders, maybe there's actual stakeholders in your, in your business. And then there are external stakeholders, vendors, uh, partners externally. Um, it's important to, to understand who your advocates are. The next question is this that I would uh, facilitate through is what do I fight for? And, th and this is really just a vision mission kind of question. What's at the core of, of, of your business and your brand? The next one is this, what am I like? This, is, this ends up just being a bunch of adjectives, but again, what you're like actually comes through in, the, in your written brand, in the, in the way it sounds, in the way it looks, in the way it's expressed. You know, uh, we bring good th things to light sounds a lot different than just do it. You know, and th those, are, those are all expressions of what, are, what is a brand like? And then the last one there is, it actually just says, what is the brand idea uh, our agency was working on? Um, actually, this, this brand conditions exercise, again, the print was too small on purpose. Um, it was a BC place up in uh, Canada. So Vancouver, Canada, BC place is kind of this premier sports venue. And uh, we'd done this exercise with them. They were rebranding the, the entire facility. And this was where we started to, uh, to clarify some of the brands. So that's brand convictions. Always start there. This next slide is kind of a little bit more of the why we touched on some of this. Um, co common vision, uh, clear communication, um, an integrated approach, team messaging, um, a measurement tool. So again, one, one of the other reasons we, we, we think about, and this is critical, critical for the digital world is how are we measuring? And when we have two different ideas, how do we really decide which one's best when they're both great ideas? Well, some of it will come back to your brand. And what, what, what do you want to measure? You know, is it click-through rate? Is it just impressions? Um, so, so this is a way to get clear with some of your measurement as well. And then brand equity, you're always building brand equity with every impression that you're making. And then I just love this illustration so much and it's pixelated on purpose, by the way, the circle of trust, you you start outside it. So brand really is about trust, you know, trusting what you're going to get and knowing what you're going to get. And, um, and in fact, we'll see in this next slide, you, you actually don't even start outside that circle. You, you, your brand, when you're just starting out, those, those, maybe, uh, those of you listening that are, that are either uh, kind of on the entrepreneurial start or startup, or maybe even mid cap, so, you know, uh, maybe a lot of the marketplace still hasn't even heard of you. And that's kind of, that's the starting place. And I'll show you here. So this is a little bit of an evolution of what we're working towards when we talk about digital marketing. And we would talk about really marketing in general. So uh, the total population represents everybody out there that's never heard of you. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just, you're not relevant. You haven't been heard of yet. The next step is actually awareness. Now this is where, you know, uh, campaigns come in, 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 into play. 
Um, digitally, I often get this question, hey, what's that reach number mean? You know, because people will say, oh, this reach number, a lot of people love that reach number when you're looking at, you know, your ad or your post and, and it's a big number, it's usually in the thousands and you're like, look at my reach number. And then others will say, well, yeah, but that doesn't really mean anything. It, it does to a marketer. It does to a marketer because marketers know that the impressions that I make, and we'll talk about scrolling media versus uh, like YouTube is not a scrolling media, but Instagram would be. So when you talk about awareness, um, you, you're really talking about how many, how many times could someone see the brand before they're like, oh yeah, I know you're around. I've seen you. And that's where that little circle of trust comes in. Then you're actually on the map at that point. You're, they're aware of you. The next step is this. It's um, an associated meaning with the brand. It evokes some kind of meaning. Like when I say Apple to you, there's, we're gonna, that jumps actually right to the end of this spectrum for some of you. But like it, there's meaning, you know, there's a meaning associated with that. The next is perceived quality. So you're always going to make an impression, especially when you get to that, that evocations kind of moment. You're like, you're making an impression positive or negative. Um, but then perceiving quality is kind of that next step. The next one is utilization. Someone's using your brand. They know about you. They, they know something about you. They, they've, they've associated some quality with you and they're, they're actually using you, whether your, your product or service. And then the last one is this, and this, my friends, is the holy grail of marketing. The holy grail of marketing is brand conviction. I will use no one else. I, I, I know you, I associate a meaning, and I will only use your brand. That is the holy grail of marketing. And that's, that's really where, where you want to kind of set your goal. Um, and I think it's one of the reasons when we talk about your core, um, your core people or your core uh, customers, you really want to make sure that they, they stay engaged. The, the old 80-20 rule, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your, your customers. But that brand conviction, it's such an important and golden thing that you want to make sure that you stay there in the mind of a, of a client or a customer. Um, and really, again, brand is about trust, knowing what you're going to get. I'm a big fan of Apple products. It's, it's low hanging fruit in the marketing world for an example. But when I, I buy the next MacBook Pro, which I absolutely will, I know basically what I'm going to get. I am associating quality, but I know what I'm going to get. And so that's, that's an important differentiator here. And it's where I wanted to start. Now we're going to jump into some stuff. Uh, I can't see the chat. Um, maybe someone can help me or, or turn, you know what? I'm going to ask you to do this. Shout it out. Does anyone know what this look and feel, this type of, this branding is from? It's Pacific Northwest. Does anyone have a guess? What is this branding from? Is it Tacoma? It's not Tacoma. It's not Tacoma. It feels like it could be. How about this? Does this help? No. Okay. Great. No. British Columbia. It's British Columbia. It's British Columbia. And it's Vancouver it's, for 2010. It's the Olympic, the Olympic Games. <laughs> yes. More specifically, it was the Olympic Games. So we worked on this tone and look and feel. And the reason I bring this up is because 
when you've established a, a, a brand essence, when you've really kind of established your brand, I know what it's about. I can answer all those questions. Here's our color palette. Here's the, you can see the texture in this. You can see the colors in this. This is. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the ways that you bring and pull your brand through everything that you do. Okay, so what's important, and one of the things that I see most often is missed in, in, digital, in the digital world, is brands are not bringing their brand essence through their video, through their website, through their social media. And, and this is a good example of how you would actually do it. When you know that there's a texture or a color palette or a look and feel associated with your brand, this, it makes it really easy because you know when you design your website that these colors are gonna be used, that this font is gonna be used, that this logo is gonna be used. It's massively important. If you don't do that, this is what it's called in the marketing world, you're splintering your brand. I'm looking at your website, I didn't know it was you. I, knew, I know of you, but I didn't actually know it was you upon first glance without having to like read and delve. So, so it's one of the key kind of things as you think about wherever your brand is expressed digitally, it should look, feel, and sound, look, tone, and feel. I'll say that again, because this is the, the essence of a brand is three things. Look, tone, and feel. Look, tone, and feel. You need to pull those things through every expression of your brand. And that's especially important when it's digital because that's when you only get a couple of those really. You know, you can get a little bit of a feel, but you, you've only gotten a, a, a degree of each one of those in a digital world. So it's one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, share that with you. Okay, we're headed into website land. There's a couple of components here that I, that I really wanted to share that are on my heart that I see all the time that we have conversations about all the time. I mentioned one at the outset, one, it has to be super clear what you do when you get to your website, especially if you're running ads and you're like, bam, someone clicked on an ad. They probably clicked on an ad some, having to do with some of the, the, the wording or the copy of the ad. But what, 
do you do? If you do three things, that's probably one too many um, as far as your website goes. Just super clear about what you do. And then number two, you can see up at the corner there, number two is CTA. Does anyone know what that is? CTA? Call to action. Call to action. Exactly. Call to action. What step do you want someone to take? So is it clear what you do? And is it clear what step you actually want someone to take? I just grabbed hotels.com. Um, it's not an actual client, but uh, threw that up there because, hey, where to? Like, that's super clear. Like, you're going somewhere, we want to help you. Uh, you know, and, and so that clear call to action, what step do you want someone to take? And then I think the, the, the third kind of, uh, if I round out a top three, is just analyzing what, what are people doing when they come to your website and is that what you wanted them to do? So analytics, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. And, and, and again, that can, that can be the deep end of the pool. I mean, I could spend a whole hour just on that. Um, but make sure that you've got some kind of analytics running on your website, especially if you're spending money on ads or you're advertising in any way digitally, you wanna be able to measure, right? Your, your return on investment is important. If you, if you not, if, sometimes it's really easy. It's like, okay, if it's an event, or I run an ad, did I get people to sign up on the event? But sometimes it's not as clean cut as that. Um, and if you're not running analytics, it's really hard to solve problems because you don't know what the problems are. You know, I, I was, had a client who was running ads and they were running this ad and they were sending people to like this landing page. It was a clear landing page. And somehow people were finding their way off that page and back to their homepage. There was no actual link from that landing page to their homepage, but people were either skeptical or like wanted to know, was this legit? And so that page wasn't doing its job. Analytics showed us that, that we had to qualify one step further because they were like, the people that were hanging around that were actually interested enough to do the homework, man, that's like marketing gold right there. But we had to, the analytics showed us that we had to take another step there. The, the lower left of this slide, it's such an interesting thing. Guys, this is such a cool thing. It, it's a heat map of, of, so there's a lot of research out there in the marketing world about like, where do people look first? And you can see that's an outline of the person. People look at people's faces first. It doesn't matter what else is on the, on the website. People are important to have in your ads and your marketing. Okay, so, and, and video with people is even better. So a picture of a person, a picture of a kid, a picture of a family, that people will be, they'll look at them and then they'll read on. Okay, so the other piece, the little small circle that is, um, is kind of, you can see some heat there, uh, is, what word is that? It's um, rejected. This is an insurance site. So this was a, a research, a research project that, that we were part of. Um, at, well, at least we got the information from, and, and the, the, the title on there is, have you been rejected? It's interesting, especially in native ads. Like if you were running ads on another website, you know, the, you would call them clickbait, but those ads, it, it's interesting to see, but analytics show that negative words, um, Clear call to action and negative words will actually tend to have people click on them more often um, than positive words were, will. And that, that word rejected 
is your second hottest spot on this site. So it's just found it really interesting. Um, so where are people looking again under website there you see they're looking at people video is effective and then titles and headers. And again, as you have questions, pop them in the chat. I can't see questions right now, but I promise we'll get them. We'll get to them. Uh, okay, next. Social media. Social media, here's the thing, everyone, please. If you hear me, hear me now. If you don't have time to post regularly on your social media, please don't, don't even start one. It, it is actually more negative um, than positive. Now, um, there are some exceptions. There are some exceptions. For instance, okay, so I'll just use an, an example of uh, my, our company, My Line Marketing. Uh, we, don't have a, um, we don't have an Instagram account because I know my staff members that are experts in, so, in social media are working for clients. They're not working with me. We're not posting stuff on social media. That's not how I get our referrals or our, our, our uh, funnel of business. You know, we're, we're on Facebook, some other places, um, but we're not, we're not going to be posting regularly. And so just be careful of that. Cause I think this is a default for a lot of people. It's like, Oh, well, you got to have social media. You got to have social media. Remember, this is an impression for someone. If someone's going to actually do their research on you, they're going to check that out. Um, I think there are a couple of places where you should have a business um, kind of essence or a bit your, your business represented. Uh, Facebook is one of them um, because there's a business end of Facebook and ads um, that you run through Facebook that is critical for a business. So having your business information up there, that's different um, than, than representing that you'll be posting on the regular. Um, but certainly if you've got someone to post regularly or you've got someone that's interested in, in, in social media and that can, you know, takes decent uh, photos and can write a caption or two, uh, this, is, this is just a great way to have your brand out there and, and, and reach a bunch of people. Um, quick, another quick bit of information on this slide, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is owned by Facebook. It's one of the reasons I recommend, hey, when we're running ads, I'll go for, for this demographic a bunch. Uh, Facebook is uh, much more female than it is male. On um, Instagram, you get a little bit younger demographic, though that's changing. Um, and and the, the ad, the way that you can set up ads will cross post and, and kind of cross pollinate between these two platforms. So you really do get a lot of mileage out of your uh, digital advertising on the Facebook, Instagram, combination. Here's the other one, the other side of this slide, YouTube and Google, same thing. Google owns YouTube, okay? And there's a, there's a difference here between scrolling media on the left, okay? So people are used to going to Facebook and Instagram, you do it all the time, and it's just are, you're scrolling. You're scrolling through, it's scrolling media. So a lot of times your ads are going to be a little less valuable. You're going to get a little less value out of Facebook and Instagram than you are on YouTube and Google. And the prices are quite comparable. They're quite comparable. In fact, I've been recommending uh, YouTube ads because it reaches over into Google quite a lot lately um, because you just get more mileage out of your ads. People are in the mindset of I'm going to go and I'm going to watch something. If, and, and it's the same with ads. If they actually click on it, they're going to, they tend to hang around a little bit longer 
than they do on Facebook or Instagram. Now, if you have a clear call to action and it's a buy, no buy, then, then, it's, then it might be just as well. Um, but just something to keep in mind. Uh, MAU, you can see I have uh, little numbers under there. Facebook, 2.23 billion monthly active users. Instagram's 1 billion. Um, you got the YouTube number there. I mean, Google, oh, this is an interesting one. Come on, guys, check this out. I know I'm geeking out here. But that is a search per day. So 3.5. Whew, that's a lot of people. Google's massive, massive worldwide. So, I mean, th th these platforms, you know, this is a way to get a, a marketer excited to start talking about this. This is, a, this is, you can reach. And here's the other thing. You can target, literally, if you're sitting in Paul's bow like I am right now, I can target Paul's bow. I can target Paul's bow uh, females that are 35 to 45. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's massively um, targeted as well. So you get a lot more out of your ad dollar and your spend than you used to. Um, and it's getting more and more sophisticated with respect to analytics and measurement. Um, the reason that I put LinkedIn up there is you know, that's a business platform. So it might make a lot of sense for your brand to be on LinkedIn and, and, and putting ads together or doing a little tutorial here and there and putting some ad dollars behind it. Um, TikTok, new, a little bit newer, but kind of not. It's really on here as an example of, hey, when you're working with your marketing department or if you're the marketer or you're going to hire a marketing agency, what is the new platform out there where you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck. If you're, if you're advertising on Instagram and Facebook, I mean, everybody's on there, but there are, I mean, look at TikTok numbers. Uh, there's 500 million. And this is a 20, I think that's a 2019 number of monthly active users. It's probably way above that now. 2020 has been a big year for them. So you're going to get, you, you just, there's lots of platforms out there with a hundred million, you know, monthly active users, lots of them. And so if you find that you get your, do your dollars will go a lot further in the digital world. Uh, up in the top left, provide value, use video and volume. If you can post regularly, that's going to help you. I want to keep moving. I'm, I'm not being aware of my time. If someone, someone can flag me down, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. A uh, couple other ways to really be paying attention uh, online. Uh, Google My Business used to be Google Plus. Guys, if you haven't done this, if you, this is free, like a lot of the Google stuff is free. They're trying to help you get found and they're trying to keep you on their platform. They're trying to make their own platform sticky. Google my business is going to, when you look up, uh, you know, your business, it's this right hand side that you see my line marketing on. It's that you've seen this box up a million times but it's going to show the information for your business on the right side. Make sure you've filled it out with, with in, in, uh, your up-to-date information. Make sure you've provided COVID updates. You'll actually get a boost in search engine optimization if you've given a, just a COVID update. Hey, update, we're still open, regular hours. Even if it's just that, you'll actually get a boost in SEO, search engine optimization on Google. Um, just ensure your business is verified. Google sends you this little postcard um, for mid and small businesses. Make sure you do this. It's free. B Google will send you this little postcard. You'll write a code. You'll put a little code in there and say, yep, I'm at this address. Please acknowledge me, Google, in, the, in your greatness. Please. And, and they will. And it's wonderful. 
Uh, Google loves pictures and updates, same as any other um, social media site. They're gonna help boost you if you're active with them. They want users with fresh content. Boom, 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 fresh content. Um, if you're a business that records content regularly, say you're doing tutorials on the regular, break that into little bits of micro content and post it regularly. It's actually quite easy to do. It's a really easy tip. Next, I'm gonna start moving. I feel like I'm taking too much time. All right, uh, listing sync. Google's not the only one out there listing your stuff. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So there are lots of businesses out there. This is a picture of, of actually um, from, from MyLine Marketing. We have our own, our own software that kind of does this. But look at all the sites out there. I mean, this, this is just a few of them. Yelp, Yelp is much more than food now, everyone. Like it is, it is it's amazing what Yelp has done. Um, Apple Maps, here's an interesting one. Look, there's two, there's Audi and BMW at the bottom of that list. That is the, 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 the search engine software that they build into their vehicles, okay? You're looking for whatever type of business. You wanna be list, you wanna make sure you're, you're active and listed on that site. So a listing sync service might be right for you when you're talking about the digital world depending on the size of your organization, okay? Uh, Google, okay, so I wanted to spend a little bit of time on analytics and the way that we're putting ads together and we're analyzing how are they doing. Um, so Facebook, again, you're representing Facebook and Instagram there and Google ads, again, you're representing uh, YouTube and Google. Those are the two, by the way, YouTube, second largest search engine in the world, second to only what? Google, that's right. So the two largest search engines in the entire world are owned by the same company, Google and YouTube. So it makes sense to maybe think about advertising on them. And by the way, you can advertise for $50, super localized and get a, a bunch of bang for your buck. Um, there's lots of ways to do it. Okay, I wanna get to questions. So I'm, I'm gonna kind of fast forward a little bit. Um, Facebook ads, again, you're reaching uh, Instagram there. Just make sure that you're integrating with your Facebook business manager. There's a whole side of Facebook that is, there's a business manager kind of like back end. It's, it's actually fairly easy to navigate. Again, there is a deep end of the pool where, where there's some technical knowledge that comes along with you know targeting and, and, and whatnot. There's also a really cool thing in Facebook called lookalike ads. Guys, if you don't know about this, this is a, this is a critical one look-alike ads. Basically what Facebook does, and if you haven't seen the social network yet, I actually, I'm not even recommending that movie. It's, it's, it can scare you. Don't be scared of marketing. Marketers aren't, marketers aren't bad people. 
Lookalike ads are Facebook looks at the people that are following you. It looks at the people that are associated with the people that are following you. And then it creates this whole other audience of people like them for you to reach with your business. That's powerful. That's powerful analytics. Um, artificial intelligence. Yes. All that stuff's in there. So, um, just know that that's out there and you can leverage that, um, for your, your business, medium sized, small business, certainly a lot of the enterprise businesses, they know about that. They're, they've got teams of people doing that. Um, Google ads manager, Google ads manager. Again, there's a whole analytics back, back end to that of like what's working, what's not, you can test two ads against each other. Um, uh, make sure that you've got Google Analytics pointed at your website. It's free. It's literally free to, to connect Google Analytics to your website and watch where people are going on your website. What page is trending over another one? Speaking of trends, this is a, was a game changer for me. Google has a, a, a site called Google Trends. If you haven't seen this yet, honestly, God, it, like just for entertainment value alone, Go check out Google Trends. It's basically what is trending on the internet in general, but you can also put two different search terms in there and compare them against one another. What a, that, that's, that's massively important. Like if you're between um, trying to describe your business one way versus another way, it's gonna show you how, what, what the search analytics are on both of those terms and compare it and go, oh, well, this is a no brainer. This term is searched for much higher than this term. And, and, and so if you're really, no matter what, you should, you should know what key terms are in your industry and Google Trends, free website that you can do that with. Um, massively uh, helpful tool. Um, another couple of things, there are these things called Facebook pixels that you can associate with your website. Um, and basically Facebook will be pulling analytics from your website so that it can help you run the best ads possible. Um, so that's kind of cool. There's a, a Google has one as well called Google Tag Manager. Um, the other thing that I would say on on um, on ads, you know, a lot of a lot of clients come to me and they'll 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 with this big dollar number in their head with respect to ads, actually. In the day that we are right now, let me show you something. This right here, it's an amazing camera. The thing that you carry around in your pocket is an incredible camera. It shoots great video. In fact, it shoots HD video. <laughs> and the feel and authenticity of you just holding your camera like this and telling people something, something from the heart about your business and, and make sure there's a call to action in there um, is really quite powerful. And what we're seeing from a data standpoint is sometimes that goes further than a highly produced $20,000, you know, 15 second video. So just keep that in mind for your business that sometimes that authenticity that comes through of like, oh yeah, I know you're, you're shooting that yourself. That's relatable. That's authentic. And so just know that, that that's, um, that's an option for your business, really no matter how big your business is. Now, if you're an enterprise size business, your marketing department will probably have something to say about how you're shooting your own videos and whether you're posting them. Um, but just know that that is an option, especially if, you, if you're well-spoken or you have someone on your staff that's really well-spoken and can represent your brand really well, that's an option 
um, for you. And it's just, a, a new, again, let's, let's tie it to the, the title. It's a new digital world when you can take the phone out of your pocket, shoot it a, a video and have commercially from an advertising standpoint, that video be as much, get as much reach as you would have if you would have spent 20 or 50 grand on, on making sure uh, an ad is put together professionally. Uh, okay. I am going to stop screen share. Uh, I think, yes, I am. And I would love to take questions. Um, I want to make sure. And, and, and I don't know, Crystal, how much time do we have here? How much time? Do I Technically about five minutes. Okay. I apologize. I should have given you more time. I love answering questions. I, you can, can you tell that I'm passionate about marketing? Does that come? Okay. I just want to make sure that's coming through. I didn't what questions do you have? We have one question that was in the chat um, about, is your PowerPoint available for me to send to them? Yes. If we do that, I'm happy to uh, share that with whomever. Absolutely. Okay. If you email that over to me, Jason, I can put it in a PDF form and send it to them. Perfect. I will definitely do that. Oh, I see one from Vince. Uh, is that eye tracking software, a 3M product? Uh, that's one of the technology work. Oh, look at that. So yes, I, uh, Vince sent me a, a message there. I believe they, they have a, th a 3M um, software solution. That's also, um, they're making them more and more accessible, Vince, um, where you know, if, you, if you do kind of a case study with, with a, a group and, and just get people on your website, there are ways that you can uh, track that and there's some more accessible options. I don't have any right off the top of my head that was an exercise that we were part of. Yeah, that, the, the interesting thing about that software that I was working with with 3M is they, uh, we, we were trying to bring it more and more into the real world. It wasn't just uh, virtual. So you have the virtual stuff with, you know, websites and all that kind of stuff. But we were also bringing into, um, we were bringing it into uh, fast food restaurants. We were bringing it into like, uh, Home Depot and that type of thing, trying to help them with how they were marketing, what they were doing with all of their aisles and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it really, really is. And that's the kind of, you know, data that goes into a lot of these big marketing decisions is really where are people looking? Where are they, what are they drawn to? Everything from colors to text, fonts. Um, one of the things that is more, I would say more readily available, even than the eye tracking is um, where you hover on websites. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of software out there of like going, oh, I was here. And certainly the click through, if you're clicking on something on the website I mentioned, that's already built right into Google Analytics. Um, yeah. But kind of where you're, pay attention next time you go on a website, you kind of track with your eye and your mouse, you know, at the same time. And so um, that data is taken into account as well. Any more questions for Jason? I really won't cut you off like in one minute. <laughs> Yeah, anything specific to your business, if you're mid or small business, any challenges? Or any of these tips you're going to go do today? I have a whole Word document full of work for me to do. But I know. I'm, I'm going to dive into that whole Google business thing. Yeah, Google my business and then ch and check out Google Trends too. Amy, for you in real estate, it'd be really interesting. I know you built a, a new website recently, right? So um, search engine optimization has a lot to do with the keywords that you use on your sites. So that Google trends might be an interesting exercise for you to do jump into real estate and all just the terms that maybe someone would uh, both search for or use 
um, that'll that'll help kind of illustrate which which terminology could be most useful for you. And I have one more question in the chat here. Any tips, thoughts for situations where there is a firm level marketing versus individual level marketing? For example, real estate agents, financial planners, contractors. Yeah. So if I'm understanding the question, uh, so kind of marketing yourself within the, the larger organization, is that the question? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, real estate is such a good, a, a good illustration of that, isn't it? So I, I think that, um, and, and again, I, I, realizing that there's probably guidelines within your um, real estate agency of, you know, your page or what you're allowed to do on a, a separate site. But that is really your opportunity, I think, to try and differentiate yourself. Um, whatever real estate, digital real estate, not a pun not intended actually, there. <laughs> um, whatever space that they're giving you, um, is, it's really just about making the most of that. And again, the real key word there is differentiating. And I, I know that sometimes there can be limits on like using different colors or a different font, but anything to be able to go, oh, that's different. You know, and, and, and I would say one of the ways that you can do that is um, the images that you use. You know, if you can select, you know, either there are se several sites online um, where you can, you know, pull images. Just powerful imagery can often grab someone's attention. And again, remember, if there's people in it, there's, that tends to draw people's eye as well. Um, but just something that's a little, little different. An another good example um, of that, we were doing a campaign on, on native ads. And, and again, that's what you would call clickbait. Um, and, and really the more like eye catching with respect to color or keyword um, can help just set you apart a little bit, even if it's a little weird or edgy. I mean, sometimes that's just enough to draw attention and have someone engage. That's what I'm going through right now. So we have, you know, with Express, we have the microsite, you know, the overall franchisor kind of drops the site down for us, but there's lots of things I can customize. And I'm like, how can I customize this so I don't look like every other Express office, but show off like our individual personality? I don't really know how to do that, but. Well, today, some of those things, I mean, use of video, you know, creating almost your own mini brand with some micro content, that might be fun. Yep. Yeah, cool. I'm going to take my team through those those questions you came up with. Like, where do I come from? See see if some cool stuff comes out of that. Thank you. Yeah. Any other questions? Going once, twice, sold. All right. You guys just want to go play in the sunshine. I know it. I can feel it <laughs> viscerally through the screen. Thank I you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Jason, for sharing your knowledge. That was so much stuff in that tiny half hour. It was amazing. I literally have a whole page of notes. So I'm really excited and very, very grateful that you came here today and shared that with you. And thank you, Amy, for talking him into joining us. And um, next week, we have uh, Anna Choi coming to talk about the five ways that you can reclaim your energy from burnout, which we probably need at least 10 ways that we can recover our energy, but five we'll start with. So uh, do the registration on Kitsap Business Forum and check out all of our uh, past episodes on heartbeatofkitsappodcast.com and have a productive day. See you next week. Thanks everyone for listening to the Heartbeat of Kitsap with Silverdale Chamber of Commerce. If you like our show, you want to know more, check us out at silverdalechamber.com or kitsapbusinessforum.com and please leave us a review on Apple Radio. Until next time, have a productive day. Mm -hmm. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 